Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Luke 8. Pray for my wife. Don't worry, there's no emergency. I'm not saying this as some kind of announcement. I'm just saying, please pray for my wife because she has to put up with me. Uh, she has to put up with all of my idiosyncrasies and and all of my personality traits. And one thing, if you know me well, sometimes I can space out. And my wife, sometimes she'll be telling me something and, and she'll actually be telling me something important, but my mind will drift off to some far off place. And she, being married to me and being the perceptive woman that she is, she will notice that I have wandered in my mind to some far off place and she will have to bring me back and I have to apologize and she has to restate what she said before. Uh, we need to be careful how we hear. And, and maybe there's times, if you're being honest, that you do that. Someone's talking to you, and of course, you, you can physically hear uh, the sounds and the words that they are making, but you're not listening. Now, that can be rude when we do that to other people, but it's a whole other thing when we do that with God and when we do that with the Bible. We need to make sure we are listening. And we're going to see here in Luke 8, Jesus says in verse 18, Take care then how you hear. For to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. We need to take care how we hear. And why is that? Well, verse uh, 17 explains the urgency of that command for nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Uh, Jesus is going to make the truth clear. And if you are reading the Bible, Jesus is making the truth clear. Take care then how you here. And I think this is a good reminder for us, even at this point of our Bible reading. Uh, we're here in Luke 8. And so we've spent a lot of time in the Gospels. And even now we're in Luke, the third of the Synoptic Gospels. And it's easy, even in just one year, to start being like, yeah, I've read this today. Yeah, the parable of the sower. I read that in uh, Matthew and Mark. Uh, Jesus calming the storm. Jesus casting out the demon from Legion. The healing the woman and Jairus' daughter. Yeah, I I've read all this. I know this. I know this. Take care how you hear. All of these things are in the Bible for a reason. And one thing we, we know from the Bible, even from the Old Testament, is we are a forgetful people. And so what I want you to do as you read through Luke 8 today is I want you to really think about these things that you have now heard uh, several times in the Gospels. And really, for you to examine, am I really living like I believe in this Jesus. And today even we'll see a lot that really shows us who Jesus is. Are you living like you are following the Jesus described here in Luke 8? The, the same Jesus that we've seen in Matthew, the same Jesus um, you have seen in, in Mark? 
You might say, oh, I, I know this information. I've heard these stories. But yeah, have you really heard them? Heard them to the point that you are really living in light of these facts. So now let's walk through Luke 8 and uh, consider some of these things. We get some unique information here at the beginning where it talks about how he went through the cities and villages proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the 12 were with him and also some woman who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene. Uh, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chuzza, and Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. So even there, there's an example of Jesus. He's an itinerant preacher. He's not working. Uh, how is he eating? How is he doing this? Well, there were some uh, ladies who were benefactors to him and to his ministry. And then we get to kind of the the most compact version of speaking of parables and the sower. If you want more on parables, you can go back to Matthew 13, and there's more parables there and even more in just the explanation of that, but the parable of the sower. We should be reminded again of what these soils represent uh, to check our own hearts, what kind of soil are we and for the sake of sharing the gospel, to realize that some of the responses that we will see. And then we get back to the warning in verse 18, take care then how you hear. For to the one who has, more will be given, and the one who has not, even what he thinks he has, will be taken away. And this is coming even after the um, discussion on parables. And so, hey, if you are listening, if you want to understand what Jesus is saying and you actually come with a humble heart, you will understand and more will be given to you. But if you're coming and you're, you're, you're hearing the Bible, but you're not really listening, then even what you have will be taken away. Um, and so you need to take care how you here. Uh, then again, we see Jesus identifying as family, those here, he says, who hear the word of God and do it. Again, that should have implications for us. Obviously, Jesus is saying something unique in his time, but uh, brothers is the most popular word used in the New Testament to talk about Christians. Uh, so even that, think of that word, brothers, and how Christian is only used three times in the Bible. Brothers is used all over the place. Uh, And Jesus right here says, my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. Now we get into some familiar stories. But again, are you listening to these stories? And are you listening in a way that bears fruit in your life? You look at Jesus uh, calming a storm. And again, this is a familiar story because Jesus is asleep in the boat. And again, Jesus, after he calms the storm, he says to his disciples, where is your faith? Now, that's a great thing for us to think about. Are you hearing that? Are you hearing again how we've seen Matthew, Mark, Luke, faith comes up over and over And I can't tell you like with this passage, how many times I've read this passage and felt rebuked by it. And I feel like when Jesus is saying, where is your faith? He's kind of 
you know, in, like in a movie where they do what they call breaking the fourth wall, where the character for a moment almost steps out of character and looks straight into the camera to speak to the viewer. Sometimes that's what I feel like is going on in this passage. Instead of looking at the disciples and saying, where's your faith? Jesus is, he's looking at me through the camera. Where is your faith? And maybe he's saying that to you. And maybe that's where we need to realize we know this story, but what we need is the response of faith. We need to not be afraid when the storms of our life seem threatening or scary. We need to remember that the one who can command the winds and the water, he is the one that is with us. Are you hearing that? Are you hearing that? And are you living that? And then we see the familiar story of the demon legion. And just consider the power that is shown. I mean, this this demon and really the, the many demons, a legion for many demons had entered him. Uh, it talks about how in verse 29, for many a time it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the desert. What a powerful uh, possession this demon had and even a physical power that manifested in it where he could break chains and shackles. Uh, but Jesus shows the power that he has over evil and over um, the demons. And Jesus says to the man, return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. Are you hearing that? And maybe you uh, did not have, uh, you know, a legion of demons inside of you, but uh, consider the state that you were in before you were a Christian. Uh, Ephesians chapter two says, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all loved once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. That uh, You were in pr- a pretty bad state before Jesus saved you. And so you should declare how much God has done for you in response to really, as we think about this story, even of the demon, which should get us, I think, thinking about what God has done for us. And then finally, you see Jesus healing the woman who had this issue for 12 years. Again, this, this familiar story, but you see uh, this woman who probably felt like all hope was lost and, and just everything had only made her worse, but she is healed by Jesus. And, and he says to her daughter, your faith has made you well, go in peace. And then he goes and he heals this daughter, even though people laugh at, at him for saying that this girl is not dead, but sleeping. He says, child arise and she gets up at once. Do you believe, do you realize that you are following this same Jesus, the same Jesus who calmed the storm, who cast out the demon, who stopped the issue that no one else could stop, who raised the dead? Are you hearing that? And so spend some time reflecting on the character of Jesus and spend some time examining you just even in your own heart, your faith. Are you really listening to him and seeking to follow him? 
And as we continue to read through Luke, don't start to think, okay, I know this. Okay, I've heard this before. No, take care how you hear. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.